Hey guys, and welcome to the Creative Influencer Show. This is a weekly podcast talking about all things design, building, real estate, and how to get your next project off the ground running. I have been building and designing Muskoka cottages for almost two decades, and it's crazy how time flies. My name is Amanda McLennan, owner and designer of RB Furniture Shop and RB Design, located in beautiful Port Carling, Muskoka, Canada. I'm an entrepreneur at the core with an incredible design team, mom to my three amazing kids who fill my heart with so much joy. I have a huge love for surfing and a big goal this summer to nail a 360, my CrossFit tribe, great coffee, Nutella, and of course, margarita pizzas, and why it's my next reason to get to Italy. So what is the freaking deal? The Creative Influencer Podcast is a brand new platform that I am so excited to share. And well, here is a quick who, where, and why I ended up playing in your ears. What feels like a little while back, and if I'm being honest, it was two decades ago, I made a huge move from the city to Muskoka to start a career in interior design. I took up a beat-up book, old car, and a huge heart filled with creativity and made my way north on Highway 400. I was young, I was free of responsibilities, and I landed this huge internship at a design firm with an incredible opportunity to work on some of the most magazine-worthy projects here along the shorelines of Muskoka. I was a junior and I was just so happy to work and fully submerge myself into my passion. And hey guys, I would have literally done anything to spend a moment with a talented architect, a lead designer, a big client, anything. I wanted to just absorb everything like a big old vision board. Okay guys, so let's jump right in and get started. I know that you guys are going to love this episode. Okay, so before we get started, I wanted to share an amazing opportunity and join our RB mail list to receive 15% off your first online order. Our team has been working so hard on new arrivals and introductions, and our website is fresh and ready for the 2022 season. Make sure to head over to the website and see all the new introductions and amazing finds over there, rbfurnitureshop.com, or give us a follow on Instagram where you can see most of our projects and arrivals And of course, hop onto the stories where most of them are the most unglamorous life of myself and all of the new arrivals at the store. But you can watch a lot of unedited bloopers and for sure get some giggles in. So let's dive right into this episode on the Creative Influencer Show. I'm so excited to share this with you guys. Okay, it's episode 19. Let's dive in. Creative Influencer Show. And today we are talking about hiring RB as your designer. Super exciting and detailed. Um, I wanted to provide kind of a little bit more of a checklist to help kick your project off on the right start for this year. And um, I thought it would be a very good you know, platform to sort of talk about that because we do get a lot of inquiries and interest that they come into the store and they're like, hey, what is the actual process? Like, how, how do we hire a designer? Some people are really well experienced with working with designers. Other people have never done that before. Other people don't even know, I think, sometimes what a designer does or like what their job or, you know, and everybody works a little bit differently. Our design firm works um, in a little bit of a unique way because we um, do some project management. We also like run construction as well but not every designer are alike. So this is how our model works. And this is how you would come on to us as a client. I'm sure that there are lots of other amazing designers that are out there too. It might be a little bit different, but I just thought that this would be an excellent opportunity to inform everybody and um, provide this platform so that we can understand how to come on as a client at RB. So first off, 
it never ceases to amaze me the amount of queries and help people that they need with their homes. Like it honestly, till to this day, I've been doing this for almost 20 years and it shocks me every single time. I'm just like, it. it's, it's so like almost justifying in the way where it's like, yeah, like this gives you so much purpose. Like it's like, you got to keep pushing forward. There's such value that people need out of this. I have been building and designing for such a long time. And sometimes I just take it for granted that people already know the workaround solutions to difficult and challenging situations. Like For example, there are so many people who don't know to read or at least interpret building plans. So when you have your architect or um, designer or whoever that is, and they print out plans, they could, you know, contain lots of structural details. There's framing details, like there's lots of different, you know, plans. But, um, you know, if you're doing, let's, for example, a new house construction, they typically would be, you know, quite detailed in, you know, they would provide foundation plans, they would provide framing plans, they would provide roofing plans, and all of them pretty much look like a bunch of lines on some giant sheets of paper. Um, and we then sort of dive into those and can, you know, really read and interpret them. They'll tell you where your windows are laid out. They will do electrical layouts and sometimes HVAC layouts and plumbing layouts. And there's all kinds of different things that are in there. It really shocks me to know that there are a lot of people that just don't even know. They look at it and they're reading it and they're just like, I have no idea, like no idea how to even interpret that. So it's definitely sometimes I take that for granted. Um, and if you don't know how to read and interpret building plans, um, I definitely suggest that, you know, it's something to, especially if you're building, um, I think it's something that it's a really easy skill to acquire. Um, just takes a little bit of practice and, uh, that's what those, I don't know if you've ever seen those little scale rulers, but they sort of shaped like a triangle and there's different scale, um, you know, dimensions on them on either side of the scale. So sometimes building plans, they typically are in about a quarter of an inch. So every quarter equals one inch. Um, and that would be the scale. So that's what those little scale rulers are for too. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they're literally shaped like a triangle and there's different, uh, measurements on either side of the scale. And they can goes from like quarter all the way up to whatever is, I, I actually don't even know on the scale ruler, but, um, typically we use a lot of quarter inch or half inch scales. So, um, and that's the other thing too, just to like go back on that. Most of our building plants are all done in inches and feet. Um, even though we're here in Canada, we don't typically see a lot of construction plans in centimeters and millimeters, especially here. I don't know if it's just my area of construction. I see that, but I have yet to see a set of plans that come in, um, centimeters and, um, meters. They're all typically in inches and feet. So heads up on that as well. Thus the scale rulers, um, are in that form as well. So I thought that, you know, when people were able to, to, to interpret plans, I thought it was like a normal school skill that most of us already knew. And especially when I started and don't get me wrong, like I know a lot of you listening out there know how to interpret building plans and great. That's amazing that you do, but there's a lot of us that don't know. And there's a lot of us that I think that are pretty intimidated by doing that. I also think like this is a complete side note and off topic. There's a lot of people that live here in Muskoka. So we are surrounded by huge bodies of water there are a lot, and I would put this into like more of a a female category. There's a lot of women that are out there that do not know how to drive a boat. There's a lot of women out there that do not know how to unhitch a trailer because they're typically more masculine roles. 
and it's not to say that females can't do that, but there's just a lot of people. I think a lot of people just assume like, oh, I have a cottage and a boat. There's a lot of people that don't know how to drive a boat. There's a lot of people that don't know how to do that with a trailer. So I'm here for it, ladies. If you would like to know how more information on how to, you know, dock your boat, or if you'd like to know how to hitch trailer, I am here for you. I'm always like, get a lot of cheers on at the gym that I go to, especially when I'm driving around, because um, I think it's important. And it, obviously it's something that I need to do, but it's the same with interpreting building plans. Um, I think that just because we're assuming that people are building a house doesn't mean it necessarily mean that they can interpret plans. So anyways, long vested thing on that, but just make sure that it's not, it's not a scary thing. I think to just, it, you know, sort of come forth and say, I don't know how to do that. There's a lot of free information that's on the internet. You can literally learn anything. You could literally go to university on the internet for free. So go get some Google in and some YouTube and definitely it's worth the, the ask for that to be able to read some blueprints. That'd be the number one thing to do, especially if uh, you're looking to build in construction. I guess that, um, you know, I just, I guess I wanted to make sure that we have these things because I really feel it's important to not leave anybody in the dark, um, especially when it comes to that. So there are sometimes things that I have no idea how to do and I'm okay with saying that. I'm like the first geeky person to put my hand up in the room and be like, I have no idea how to do that. But, and sometimes I'm definitely much more a visual learner. There's definitely a lot of complex movements that I have to do, um, I don't know, specifically, like I think about the gym, like there's a lot of people where I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how to do that because it's, I don't know, it just requires like some complexity to it. And I'm such a visual learner. Like I literally need to like stare down people to figure out like, okay, that's the mechanics. All right, cool. I'm probably the creepiest person when it comes to, I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying not to be, but like, that's how I am. So I just wanted to make sure that people, um, you know, have an opportunity to do that. And don't be scared. Put your hand up. If you don't know what that is, we love questions. So I'm, I'm here for that. So any question is not, um, it's, it's a valid question. So over the past five years, we have done an incredible amount of growth and I have been exceptionally fortunate to work with some of the most successful clients and like, honestly, industry professionals that are here in Muskoka building homes and lakefront properties is such an honor. And when it returns back to me in my office, the good word and like all those experiences that start rolling in especially since some of those homes have been sold, it makes me feel honestly like it's, it, it's more rewarding to me than anything else. Like if I have somebody come into my office and they are like, you know what? I just stayed at one of your properties. Um, I loved it. Like what a beautiful, or it's, you know, maybe it's a friend, like some of the previous properties we've had, we've had such great memories that are there. And I like, I love the feeling when people wake up in the morning and, and the, the most of the time the comment is like, I just had like the best night's sleep ever. Like, it's so good. I, I love that. I, I live for it. Like I will still continue to do building and construction just based on like those moments that come in. Cause they're so rewarding and gratifying to hear that for the feedback from people that are doing that. So, oh, I love it. So, um, Oh, it it just feels so good. Side note, I don't know if anybody is interested in this information, but not all of our properties, um, but most of our properties. So any properties that we do, if you go onto our gallery um, or sorry, portfolio that's online. So to give us like our image gallery of the projects that we've recently worked on. We typically have clients, normally our, our clients are named, we organize it by um, your last name in our office. So we would have the binder, we contain your information, and we normally refer to our clients as their last name. So my last name is McLennan. If I was building something, we refer, refer to it to the McLennan property. 
Okay, so when we post things um, and we do our gallery images um, and our, our portfolio for our projects on our website, we don't refer to them as their last name. We don't refer to them as location because we want to keep the privacy and the content, you know, disclosed so that people don't know who the people are, um, just to keep it professional. So I decided, I don't know, I feel like this was maybe 10 years ago. I feel I'm obsessed about... Um, love like Harry Potter, love all that stuff. And I definitely feel that like growing up in Scotland, like definitely it felt a lot like that growing up, like just the scenery, um, and trains and stuff like that. And it just, we took the trains all the time when I was a kid. And, um, anyways, all of our projects are named after British train stations. So if you're ever curious to know, rather than us disclosing personal information on property locations, we name all of our projects after an incredible long list of available train stations. And after growing up, I think in Scotland, trains are a huge part of commuting around the country. They're also pretty, sound pretty fancy. So, uh, or at least I think that they do. So if you're ever wondering, like, why is the cottage called that? Like, why do they refer to it? Um, Eden Bridge was our most recent uh, builder project that we did uh, for myself. And it's named after a British train station. That's what it is. There's no chronological order that we follow. We literally just sit in the office and go, you know what? That sounds like a really nice name. And it kind of fits to whatever that is. So if you're looking to name your cottage um, British train stations, there's a vast listing of them. And they all sort of end with a, you know, ton or a bridge or something like that. So um, yeah, I, 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 I love that idea. So moving along, Eden Bridge. Um, you can look at some of our Edenbridge property. Um, it is the white cottage that we did. I think I want to say this was built in like 2018. So it's been like four years ago now. Um, it's Borden Batten was like a farmhouse style. Um, it was a renovation. It wasn't a new construction. We did a lot of, uh, we did a lot of new additions to the property. So, I mean, it was pretty much like a new build, but it wasn't because we still kept the internal shell um, there. But anyways, Edenbridge, it was a most recent project that I had personally done myself um, and it was super close to my heart. I've talked about this before. I love that property. And I've mentioned this, but like due to COVID and staying at home with our family and friends, like that cottage for me shared so, I mean, there's so many, there's like, there's a lot of cottages that I've lived in, but that cottage for me, which is like, it's shared such great memories at the cottage and that property, the new owners that have purchased it, um, have done an exceptional job of creating like a short stay getaway. I love that. So you can rent out that, like our cottage that we, well, it's not ours, it's theirs now, but, um, you can rent out that cottage, um, and, uh, enjoy all the beautiful views of Lake Muskoka and its charm and um yeah oh my gosh I just like have so many wonderful memories there and uh it's it's got actually that I don't know if the, the I'm sure that the new homeowners know that but it's like the perfect like when you sit outside and you're at night and you have like a fire going and uh I mean aside from like it's exceptionally stunning inside and it has lots of spacious rooms and all that stuff and there's no pitch from the owners by the way like I, I I'm not affiliated with them or anything um, you can actually find their Instagram handle. I think it's called Falcon Nest. I think that's what they've renamed the cottage to. So, but anyways, the, it's, it's so cool. So when you sit outside, um, at that particular cottage, like the way that it faces, 
there is a little sort of like granite area. There's like this beautiful fire pit. There's Muskoka chairs that are all around and you overlook the water. It's got stunning views, really, really long. But at night, it's so cool because you can see so many stars. I mean, you can, if you actually sit there on that platform, you can actually see Mars at a certain point um, in, I don't know, like I want to say like late, late winter. Um, but yeah, anyways, it's a beautiful, it's stunning. You, if you can, and you want to go, it's Falcon S visit them on Instagram. And again, there's no pitch here, but, um, I love, love, love that cottage. And I love that we have so many great memories there. And my family spent a long time there. And, uh, and because of COVID, it was like pretty much like where our lockdown point was. So I love that because of the rental, um, market and the demand for cottages, like here in Muskoka, it's created a huge increase in the amount of business for most of Muskoka. Supporting this flex has been challenging. And I'm honestly, I'm not going to paint a picture of perfection, but on some days, weeks, we have been stretched to the limits of our very small team. Well, when you have, when you're running a business and you have this massive influx, like people always look at like your projection lines, you know, what you're forecasting for the next quarter or what you're forecasting for the next 12 months, you know, on this like slow, steady growth. But when COVID hit, we kind of like the needle was like skyrocketing in certain areas and like lowering. And we just weren't able to find teams to like support certain things. A lot of our employees weren't able to return back, not a lot, but there were certain employees that were not allowed to return back to work due to health concerns, COVID. I mean, if you remember where we were sitting a year ago from now or a year ago from today we were sitting with like masked up we we're all like did you have your vaccine like how many what did you get like it's we don't even talk about that really so much anymore so um yeah like it's been a little bit of a struggle over the past couple of years not because I'm ungrateful for the business that we've been able to you know sort of grab a hold of it's just trying to manage it through that's just us in a business, right? That's just our team. We're a smaller team of approximately about 10. But okay, so here's the other thing is that then we're relying on other people. It's our freight carriers that are bringing in the product that we have a lot of product that gets hauled up from North Carolina because that's where a lot of our suppliers are. And it just sometimes gets a little challenging because there's so many delays and fact. And I, I just honestly, I think at this point, I'm like, if there's one more thing, like one more thing, one more thing to add to that, like what what's going on now? Truck driver doesn't have gas. Like he's, you know, and they're f- for sure, like have been amazing throughout the whole process. They're definitely very, very overworked. They're very short staffed. And um, yeah, anyways, just side note with that. But it's been exceptional being able to grow our business but typically when you are a a small business you want to have like slow steady increase it hasn't been like that for us it's been like like race car indie track 500 like go 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 and then it's like stop and then go 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 and it's it's really hard to sort of maintain that but we're doing we're doing the best that we can so when you call into the office and you're like man like where it's like we're working the hardest that we possibly can in order to facilitate and and we definitely have some growing pain so I don't want to paint this picture of been like yeah we're perfect everything has worked out well it's not like that we've definitely had some growing pains and definitely some learning experiences and I appreciate all of our clients that have been able to sort of help us and watch us grow and I think I've gifted more boxes of wine and, uh, you know, just hugs in general, just to thank people for the process. So I think if I could look back and I think we, we could have closed, like we could have taken the easy way and just said, no, we're not doing that. And we are so proud of where we stand today because I think, you know, we've had so many compliments to say that, you know, you guys have consistently been open. We have, and our team shows up every single day. So, I mean, rain or shine, like if it's busy or not, 
we are there and we're open seven days a week. And we will continue to do that because I think that, you know, it's the right thing to do. And even though when things get hard, um, it doesn't matter, right? You still want to push forward and, uh, you know, just, just like hit it, hit it head on. So, ah, it's crazy, right? You, you, it's not just like, it's not just about like getting all the glory points, right? It's also dealing with all the hard shit too on the agenda. So we did it. We're still moving through it. So anyways, back to the rentals. We get a ton of design inquiries here at the store. Anything um, from, hey, <laughs> number one question. Can you help me find a paint color for my whole house? That's It's often a really a really, really hot topic question that comes in. Like people struggle with that. Like, should I do this? What are the sheens? Like what level, what pink, you know, um, supplier or brand, you know, would, would I use? Um, other questions would be like complete, they need complete floor plans. Um, they need furniture and cabinetry layouts. That's often another point that comes into the office too. So either, either way, we're definitely up for the challenge. Our RV design team consists of some pretty talented individuals, and I'm pretty, I'm actually not pretty proud. I'm very proud to show up as their mentor on a daily basis. Um, I know sometimes they probably look at me and think she's probably slightly crazy yet, you know, but it takes a lot of balls to like run a business, be an entrepreneur, be a mom, stay, like it, there's a lot of stuff. And I, it's not, it's not, I've said this before on previous podcasts entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Like it's not, it there, it's not just about the glory days. Like it is about the grind that often is there's more grinding that happens than any of the glory, like on a monthly basis, like there is, you got to take all the moments and turn all the grind into the glory because, um, yeah, it's, it's not for everybody. So I appreciate my team and, um, being able to sort of follow me and we have staff that works internally in our office and store, which is located in Port Carling. If you have not been, you should go because it's beautiful. It's stunning in the month of July and August. It's also stunning in the fall because you have all of the beautiful leaves and tra- changing colors and all that stuff. And we're open all year round. Um, it's a really pretty point of location in Muskoka because we're located right at the hub. So we have Lake Muskoka, we have Lake Rosso, we have Lake Joseph, and we're literally at the lock system that connects those three bodies of water together. So it's very, very pretty. There's also ice cream that's across our street and a beautiful coffee shop that's up. Um, it's just a couple of doors up York and Mason. So um, visit them and provide, um, you know, they provide great coffee and all that stuff. So if you need some snacks, then that's where definitely where uh, to go. So, okay. So love, 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 love when we get lots of clients that, you know, come in and want to book in with us because it's so it's it's honestly it's like such a proud moment like when people come in and they're like oh I just like want to hire you in and I want you to help me with my project and it makes me feel so great because I I love it it's like when you're an artist and you put your portfolio together and then you present it it's like somebody buying your canvas I love it but here's the thing is that you obviously need to like our style so little little list here here are the steps for inquiring about our design services with RB. And I'm literally giggling about this because I think that you, you have, it's a question that people have. They're like, oh, I just want to hire. Well, what, what do you want to hire me for? Do you, have you looked at our Instagram handle? Have you gone and seen our most recent projects? Like there are sometimes people that are like, nope, I haven't done that. Okay. But so 
wouldn't that be like if you haven't shopped at a particular brand of clothes like how do you know you like that then how do you know that that's your thing that's your style so number one would be obviously to like our like our jam like our style like our look and I would say that we have you know somewhat of a modern farmhouse transitional you could categorize it into that because it's those such vague categories but that would be very Muskoka-esque um neutral palettes there's a lot of neutral tones that happen in our projects um honestly it would seem like it's such an easy point but every single month I get inquiries about our services and my first question is always so tell me what you like about us and there's something particular you know that comes across where people are like oh like I don't know and it's it's okay to like not be able to answer that question but it just it amazes me when people are like I haven't even looked at your Instagram handle do you have Instagram and I'm like yes go to our Pinterest page like yes go to our Instagram like we spent so much time up there posting and by the way they're posting we're posting all of our own projects that are up there so anything that you see that's our stuff that's our we're we're not celebrating that platform is not used to celebrate like other people's work it's used to celebrate us so and all of our wonderful projects that we've done so is there something like another question is obviously like, is there something particular that inspired you and what would that be? And it would amaze you to find out the amount of people that are really, really clear on us here at RB. I once had a con- honestly had a conversation with a potential client that wanted to come in um, and they wanted to have this design that was super eclectic, right? Like a, a purple and I, I kid you not like purple velvet tufted sofa, like leopard print, you know, car, like, and it sounded really cool. Like, and the overview of the property, like it, it sounded amazing. And like her vision with this, and she was very intense about that, but okay. So that doesn't like, if you look at what that design or vision board is, and I, like, honestly salute to her that she was able to like convey all of that with me in the first hour of our conversation, that doesn't align with anything that I have to offer though. So I think that when you're looking for a designer, the first thing is, is that you need to look at their portfolio because that's their canvas. That's what they're painting. They're, they're, what their most recent project is, is going to be some, somewhat of a reflection of what their next project is, right? If you look at most of the top designers that are out there, they're not flip-flopping from like major style to another major style. Like most of them stay somewhat consistent into the flow of what their projects look like. Um, it, so anyways, this, this client, she's there and she's telling me and she's got like this purple and like leopard print and like all this color and it sounded amazing and like very eclectic. And it wasn't even something like remotely that would align with our style. And I knew that it was something that wasn't even really calling to me for my portfolio. So I wouldn't be able to like do justice to bring that client's vision into a reality. So I I just want to caution people when they're doing that. Like when I am when I have a conversation whether that be in store or we're doing like our first call together, I'm looking at what you're doing just as much as what you're looking at I I'm doing. Like I've been doing this for a long time now and I am looking to build up my portfolio to a certain, you know, certain way, certain brand, like a certain, you know, look. And I really feel like in the first, the the first 10 minutes of having a conversation with somebody, I can figure out if that's going to align. I'm not just looking for like, you know, oh, does it align stylation wise, but can we align person, person, like personality wise too? 
And I know that if you're looking for something that, you know, has got some elephant, you know, and leopard and purple and tufted, it's probably, I'm not going to be able to do it. I don't even know where I'm going to go and source those things because I'm not well vest with that stuff because that's not what I'm offering for my clients right now. So make sure that you are aligned with similarities with what our style is. Instagram, I keep saying it all the time, is the number one platform that we use right now for posting all of our projects, all of our photo shoots. We have such an amazing photographer, so please go up there and like the pages because, or like the pictures because she does such an amazing job um, and uh, she makes all of our stuff look fabulous. So I'm, you know, that's the best way to go. And then otherwise, I guess would be our website. Pinterest is our, our Pinterest boards are organized exceptionally well. We spend a ton of time up there. It's that's more good for a resource. I wouldn't say like it's a good platform compared to Instagram to look to see what our projects look like, but there's definitely our projects are definitely up there. I would just say it's more resource like, you know, to look with oh, what type of fireplaces should I do? It's not that's not necessarily all of our work. It's a combination of um everybody on on Pinterest. So, another way um to intake us as a client would be to contact us via our website. So when we are bringing new clients in, all of our contact information can be found online. If you don't know what the website is, the link is going to be, I'll put it into this podcast, but it's rbfurnitureshop.com. And sending an email to our design team is the best way for them to review your project. Provide as much detail as possible, please. And we normally respond within 24 to 48 hours. On our website, there's a service and fees tab. And there at the bottom of the page, you can find there's a PDF version of the client consultation form. We've just recently updated it. So it's nice and pretty and it has some pictures on it. So please go in. And then after that, what you will do is you will wait um, from a call or email from our team. So our team will contact you to arrange the first meeting with the team. And this would be either via Zoom call or in person. Most of our clients end up being Zoom just because of, well, everybody's on Zoom now. Like I feel like we just, Zoom has just become a normal part of our lives in the past two years. Prior to the meeting, the client consultation form obviously needs to be filled out, needs to be submitted and reviewed by our team. It's particularly important to provide as much information as possible, especially around the building plans if they're available. So if you have pictures, if you have plans, please attach them so that we can review them. After that uh, call, the next thing that would be uh, that would happen would be our uh, design fee and proposal. Um, that after the phone call, we would review everything in the office and then we would compile a design fee proposal and then it's sent over to you for you to review. After you approve the design proposal, we then submit some invoices and they're sent out requesting a deposit and then we schedule you into our calendars. First meeting is then scheduled after that and normally it's about two weeks after the proposals are sent what we do in our office is then we create some different um, design boards. We have drawings and renderings for our first meeting and review. This meeting can take place in the office as well, or it can go through a Zoom call. The purpose of the meeting is to review all the design elements and note and create any changes that need to be addressed. And this meeting can typically take about one hour. It's a one hour minimum per room. I'm a talker. I'm going to be honest. It's probably more than an hour because I just, a lot of the times 
like to talk about design and stuff. So I don't know why we say that it's a one hour minimum because it often goes over that. So plan your day. I mean, if you're coming and you need some coffee and you know, we have water and stuff and we can make you a coffee too. So, um, that would be your first design meeting. And then, you know, there would be some vision boards. There are probably some preliminary like blocking for drawings. Um, we would go over a lot of, it's really just sort of like, um, I don't know if you ever do this at the end of the year, but like, and you should, you like, you just take everything and you like do like this idea. It's like kind of like, it's kind of like making soup kind of thing like this. Like you just take all these ideas and you put it down and then you're sort of scattered. And then we would have collectively like organized all of those ideas. So the best way to organize those ideas is obviously when you're intaking from the very, you know, first point from the client console is like try to provide as much information as possible. So that's why we do multiple calls. So we really want to try to dive in deep. Um, and thus back to the lady with the purple sofa, I hopefully that her project has turned out very, very well. And I'm sure, it, I'm sure it has because of her passion that she had towards that, but that's the idea and purpose behind it so that we can sort of filter out if we're really, really able to serve our community in that, you know, that sense. And if not, it's like, Hey, I think that this designer might be better suited to you because of that type of stylation that, you're, that they're looking for. So after the first design meeting, we then would do an edit back and and like so two words like an edit and then back um any changes that or sourcing that needs to be addressed based on what that meeting was for budget and design elements like they would then be removed and then resourced and replanned into the design board so sometimes we present people with like hey that sofa is this it's not tall enough it's not supportive like there could be different things like that or hey that doesn't align with my budget or hey so there's different elements there that we try to ask um, in a lot of our client meetings so then after that we'd have a second meeting it's the final meeting it's about one week after the first initial design meeting and we scheduled the design meeting the final design meeting to finalize all the changes and reselections if like applicable this is a real opportunity to make sure that all the elements are understood and in line with the property and project requirements everything is then forwarded to your email or a shared drive folder for your property and the documents would consist sometimes of things like design and vision boards there's pricing and sort like sourcing along with all of the etas which stands for estimated time of arrival if nobody knows that um drawings and renderings in either a two-dimensional or three-dimensional platform where applicable we don't render everything out in 3d but we do try our very best to have some type of conceptual 3d modeling so that i feel that people just experience it a little bit better um on that note too there's sometimes like with 3d modeling um to make 3d modeling there's one designer that does such a great job um locally here and she's out of huntsville and i look at all of her 3d rendering and it's like a masterpiece it takes so it takes there's a lot of time that goes into that and which is so super cool our 3D rendering is conceptual. So when you want to make a 3D rendering look like very, very lifelike, there's so many hours that go into that. So I just want to like uh, say like hands, hands, a, high, a giant high five to, you know who you are in Huntsville. Um, she's amazing. And she does it. Her, her 3D rendering looks like it's literally art on her computer. It takes an incredible amount of time. Um, and for us, our design is done in a way that we are still able to do that. We're still able to render out in 3d, but again, um, when they have quick 3d edits, 
Um, and it's not like almost lifelike. There are some people that post like their 3D renderings and they're actually not real, but they look real. So, um, when they look so real and you're doing like your shadow lines and like reflections and, and shading and all of that stuff, that is, it looks so good that it's hard to tell between reality and not. Um, that's the stuff that I'm talking about, but just to do like, like 3d model blocking. Yeah, we do that. And it's amazing. It looks good. And I'm telling you, clients need to see that because I think it makes a huge difference when they're like, can visualize themselves in the room. A lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people don't know, like, how much room am I going to have around the dining table or chair? Um, I think it's a really, really helpful tool for people to be able to sort of like avatar themselves into like a conceptual room and be able to walk around it. So drawings and renderings would be in 2D and 3D format. Um, Then we would provide schedules and then construction schedules if that's applicable, um, if we were taking that on for ourselves. I love design, honestly. I love it. Just freaking love it. I love, I just, I love design. I love building and I love helping clients achieve their dream homes. There are never two projects that are the same. And I think that's one of like the coolest things about my job. The fact that every day is like new and exciting and it's a new problem to, to challenge and like solve and help manage through. Um, I speak this so much and it's like a reflection of my style and design and it can, that like obviously can clearly be seen like on our social media and website portfolios. So make sure that you're reviewing all of those properties. Our sourcing and design resources are the best suited towards that like overall style. And I would categorize that as probably farmhouse, modern, transitional. And that's where I am in my career at the moment. <laughs> I plan to be for there for a little while. Maybe one day I'll be feeling out some Central American like Latin vibes in Costa Rica, designing a new jungle house. I love Costa Rica. It's one of my favorite places. Um, and I definitely I'm trying to get there more and more every single winter, like for longer stays. Um, I think that life is like way too short just to say that you're going to like get there one day. So um, I know that me and the kids like love going down there. It's such a cool vibe. Um, So maybe who knows? I don't know. Maybe we'll just be like doing like some really cool, I don't know, partnership or something like that down in Costa Rica where we can design like some really cool beach houses or I don't know, some jungle house with some monkeys. I'm I'm there for that too. But until that time, um, I'm always going to be here in Muskoka and I think Muskoka is home and it will always call me here. I've been fortunate enough to do a lot of traveling and there's just, I don't know, there's something about Muskoka that it's pretty incredible. I love just being here in the summertime. There's nothing that is better that just like you're boating around the lakes and it's such a cool, cool thing. It's so cool to be Canadian and like have this. I mean, we're so lucky that we have Muskoka and being able to work here and it just, it's, it's, we're very, very fortunate. So Remember, if you guys are not able to hire us as your design team for whatever the reason that is, you guys live out of province, out of country, maybe you're just like, she's too bougie for us. I don't know. Maybe she's like, she's just too much. We like her style, but the redhead is like a little crazy. Um, There's so much free information that we provide to our customers, honestly. So over like Instagram or our blog or even this podcast, I don't believe that design needs to be like limited to a certain person. And I freaking love chatting about this topic so much more that like, if you're one of my kids, you would often find me like in my 
recording studio, which is aka my bedroom, like my master bedroom closet at the moment, because it's the only sound room that I can afford. Um, but honestly, if you're like my kids, like I have stuff going all the time. Like there's podcasts that are playing in the car. I'm always going on about stuff, how great things are. I'm obsessed, um, about anybody that's like in this industry. So if you have a design question, big or small, and you want to make sure, um, that it gets answered, post it to one of us, um, send it by a DM or email, and I'd be more than happy to answer it. Heck, we might even do like a design Q and A episode here on the creative influencer show. I don't know, but anyways, I love it. I'm here for it and I'm not going anywhere. Um, love Muskoka. And I'm so happy that we're able to, you know, serve all of our community and clients and like watch all these projects come to life. It's a very, very cool, rewarding experience in order to, to see that and transform. And I love, love, love a really good before and after. So until next time, guys, thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much to listening to this episode on the Creative Influencer Show. I hope you have gained some inspiration today and I hope you've left with your heart and your mind a little bit more full. I've been building and designing Muskoka Cottages here for almost 20 years and I love talking about this topic. My mission is to provide insightful knowledge around the design and home building industry. We're a small business so every like, DM, and subscribe makes a difference and it keeps us going. We read every single one of them, seriously. And we make sure to subscribe to our channel and follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, join our mail list and receive 15% off your first online purchase or better yet, subscribe to our love uh, your home boxes. They're now offered seasonally to keep your home looking fresh and on style. If you love what you heard, please subscribe and share with two friends. Spread the word of this new and exciting podcast and remember to love your home. Until next time, RB Tribe, be kind to one another and remember to be inspired and love your home.